it's Crystal. Hey, it's Jessica. We're two friends in two different chapters of life coming together to chat about life, love, work, family drama, and everything in between. Join us as we lean into living out loud and navigating through life's messy challenges on this journey to find joy in being intentionally human. Hey guys, welcome back to Intentionally Human. Here we are just around the corner from Valentine's Day. So we're going to kick off a whole Valentine's Day show for you guys and kind of give you our thoughts on Valentine's Day. Is it is it worth it? Is it really romantic or is it just super commercialized? Hey, Crystal. Um, I have so many thoughts about this and I'm going to try to not <laughs> sound bitter because I do love love. But I definitely feel like Valentine's Day is a commercial commercialized thing. I don't think that it's as fun and romantic as it used to be. What about you? So I'm on the fence. Like, I really love the idea of celebrating love and uh, that sense of togetherness and closeness and just really, mm-hmm. like, kind of calling it all out. But then on the other hand, I look at it and think, it puts so much pressure on people and there's all these expectations and it's very contradictory, right. Of like what, like what we've come to learn is the purpose for Valentine's day. Like when you're feeling like you have to buy all these gifts and you have to pick the right restaurant and you have to wear the right clothes and you have to almost force this like romanticized evening. I don't know. It takes the fun out of it for me. Mm-hmm. I think that like the beauty in a good Valentine's day is doing something that you like both want to do, you know, knowing that your partner's love language is a way to go, okay, they don't like going out and getting dressed up. They would much rather me bring them a case of beer and sit on the couch with their favorite takeout and watch a movie that I would never watch with them before. Like that's a good Valentine's day for people going and spending $90 on some prefix menu and not being comfortable and feeling like the pressure to just perform. I don't feel like that's fun. I feel like it's such a performance. I was, that's a really good word. Yeah. Like performance. Cause I do sometimes think that it feels kind of forced, right? Like mm-hmm. if, if you don't have the right kind of flowers or the right gift or all of that stuff, then it's like, you're not performing at the same expectations or what's, you know, what you're supposed to do or what you should be doing. And I'm using air quotes, even though you guys can't see me, uh, <laughs> you know, it, I, I don't know to me, it's, that's not what it's all about. It should be celebrating kind of, you know, loving someone else that togetherness that closest, and that doesn't even necessarily have to be your significant other or your, you know, your partner, your spouse, it could just be, you know, your girlfriends or your kids or whoever it is that you're, you know, kind of choosing to spend that day with and connect with and, and making it fun. It doesn't have to be so, you know, what you see in the romantic comedies or in the books or the movies, the magazines, you know, yeah. I say trash it, <laughs> trash those expectations. Yes. Comparison is the thing of joy. We've said that yeah. before on this podcast mm-hmm. and we'll continue to say it. Cause I feel like a lot of Valentine's day is people comparing like, well, what did, like, what did you get? What did you do? And yeah, that's not fun. Like what if you had asked for something really sweet or, or, you know, simple. I hate using that word because sometimes the simple stuff is the most beautiful and thoughtful, but 
somebody else like got engaged so now you're like well I didn't get proposed to on Valentine's Day I didn't get diamonds yeah (laughs) yeah oh also to all the guys out there heart-shaped diamonds are are not for everybody really check in with your girl before you do that (laughs) I agree I'm a huge diamond person I love me some diamonds but I don't want a heart-shaped diamond Mm -mm. sorry no Sorry, that was a lot like of girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of girls love them. So not knocking you if you do. That's totally your thing. You rock it, but yeah, I don't yeah. want heart shaped. Not for me either. I don't even like love diamonds. I would much oh, prefer, honestly, get me something for my house. Give me a plant. Like <laughs> we just talked about how yeah. to lose a guy in ten days. Like give me a love. <laughs> no, I don't want a plant because I'll kill it. I'll just have to give it to my husband to keep alive. So no plants. I like flowers though. I do like, you know, flowers. Um, I know a lot of girls don't cause they die and you know, a lot of people don't like that, but I like a good set of flowers. A good bouquet is nice. I, so growing up, my mom and dad always did little like special gifts for us the morning of Valentine's day before we went to school. And it was, that was really fun. And it was not something that was ever expected but there's just something about it becoming about us girls. And then they would always do something for each other, but we didn't ever really know what they were doing for each other. I just remember thinking like, that was the coolest thing, the little surprise and the, just the care and knowing that that was going to make our day brighter. But I hate that it has to be a holiday for that to happen. And I'm not saying that my parents don't make me feel special all the time. They do. Cause I know that they're going to call me out if I (laughs) don't put that disclaimer (laughs) in. Um, But, you know, for some people it's like, oh, well, this is my one day a year to be romantic, or it feels like an excuse to be romantic and you don't need the excuse or the permission. Just do it. If you want to get somebody flowers, get flowers. I get myself flowers all the time because I like how they look in my house. Right. I don't need a reason. Yeah. And I don't think it should be limited to just one day either. That shouldn't (laughs) be like, oh, well, I got you something for Valentine's Day. Now I'm good till next year. Like, it should be something that's celebrated all year long and appreciated, right? I think mm-hmm. when you love someone, right? If that's what we're celebrating is love, then you show that appreciation throughout the whole year. Um, and it could, I'm not saying you have to buy them lavish gifts all year long or take them out to fancy dinners, you know, every week, but just showing that appreciation and support. And maybe it is some flowers here and there. Maybe it's a little note or whatever, you know, I'm bad about like, I'll sneak in cause my husband works nights. So like I'll sneak into his phone and I'll set a reminder, like an alarm. So like two o'clock in the morning, it'll go off and it'll just be like, Hey, I like your butt or <laughs> Hey, I love you or whatever. You know what I mean? So that way he'll get it yeah. when I, when I'm not around. Um, it sounds cheesy and I don't know if he really appreciates it or not, but I, I have fun with it. So <laughs> I love that. I think that is so cute actually. And I've yeah. never thought to do that, but that is precious. <laughs> yeah. And I will, I agree. Like now that we're parents, we do approach Valentine's day a little differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I try what I've started doing the last few years with my kids is um, I'll like make a note for their door and it'll be like all the things I love about you. And then each day in February, I'll stick like a sticky note on there with something on it. You know, like I love your sweetheart or your, your sense of humor or whatever. And so that way it's like, we do it kind of like the whole month. Sometimes I forget or like life gets busy and we'll just do it like from the first up through Valentine's day. But Mm -hmm. I, I go with the intention of trying to do it for the whole month. And it's just something fun. They look forward to getting up in the morning and kind of looking at it and seeing what's been added. I, my, my teenager will tell you, she thinks it's silly, but she looks, she likes it. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, even if she doesn't want to admit to it. Yeah. Yeah, I love it's that. Oh, I think that's awesome. Those little notes, especially when somebody that you really care about tells you, like reflects something back that you know about yourself, but it's nice to know that others are seeing it too. That's so special. Yeah. So we, we try to have fun with it and I'll, I'll take some pictures this year of their doors. Uh, so you guys can see their, their sticky notes and love notes that we leave. But Oh my gosh. I don't have kids, but I think maybe I'm going to like try to randomly do that with friends, just like pop in and drop a little text or something. I used to do that all the time. Just whenever a friend was on my heart, send them something, you know, just like a little, a sweet note. And I haven't done that recently. I've, I've definitely been a little bit more self-absorbed than <laughs> I, I like to be. <laughs> it's been a little busy. Yeah. Um, but like, so this Valentine's I'm actually doing a Galentine's, which I know is so basic, but I love it. And I love oh, being that's extra. Fun. So the 13th, I'm just going to get a bunch of girls together, going to have hearts and pink stuff everywhere. And we're going to have a good time and go out drinking and just enjoy ourselves. And it's not limited to just single girls. I have girls that are in relationships and it's just a fun night to connect again and have an excuse to get a little rowdy. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, not that you ever need an excuse to get a little rowdy, but I love that. I think that it's fun to just get together with your girls and celebrate um, the connection that you guys share because that's important too. Yeah, I think it is about more than just romantic love. I, you know, for Valentine's, I've never spent Valentine's with somebody, even when I was in a relationship during Valentine's Day, I think I got like a happy V-Day text. And of course, it was like my first Valentine's with somebody and I was not happy because I wanted, (laughs) I wanted what everybody else was getting. Um, But I knew who I was dating and he was never going to be that guy that would actually do something on Valentine's Day. Um, Sure. And I was, I was okay with that until I was comparing, but yeah, I think there's like something really special about just celebrating that moment. So I know that's so contradictory to what I said at the beginning, but it's a reminder to, to show that love is I think a good way to look at Valentine's day. You don't have to, you shouldn't feel obligated, but it is a nice reminder in the moment to go, Oh, Hey, yeah, this is coming up. Let me think of something. Let me reach out to somebody that I love and and say something. And I totally 180 from what I said at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I think that's good because it's, it's not something that should be forced, right? It's mm-hmm. not like, Hey, we have to hang out. We have to celebrate. We have to do all of these things, check the box, right. On what makes a good Valentine's day. But it is a reminder of saying, you know, Hey, there is somebody special in my life, whether it's, you know, a friend, a, a significant other, whatever. And I want to recognize that. And I want to celebrate that. And whether we do that today or tomorrow or next month, like it is a good time to just stop and think and say, you know what? Hey, how do I celebrate these feelings? How do I celebrate this closeness that I have with this other person? And for me, if we could look at Valentine's day in that lens, then yeah, I absolutely agree with it. I think it's great. Um, and it's, you know, wonderful. Um, but I don't know that everybody looks at it that way. And I think that's where that, that whole commercialized side comes in Mm -hmm. and, you know, you got to buy this, you got to do that. You got to have this. And that just kind of kills it. Yeah. The whole like chocolates. And I, I really don't like it in elementary school, like where they do the Valentine's boxes. I think that can, I went to a smaller school that had like a lot of clicks and stuff. And so the older we got, there was just a lot of opportunities for there to be more bullying around it. You know, people getting left out and stuff, which is not great. And your self-esteem was already so low in 
Well, like for me, I, I had friends that like self, your self-esteem issues start coming up in elementary and then it really boils over in junior high and high school. And you're just trying to figure out who you are and you think there's cool kids and cool is just a concept. Nobody's really that great. You're right. all kind of annoying and pimply and gross. Smell. Yes. <laughs> but in the, in the, in the moment, smell. you don't feel like that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we all just smelled and we're not cool. You know, we thought we were, but we weren't. Yeah. Um, and it just like led to people being left out. I remember we used to have these crushes because we, our school colors were orange. So we did like orange crushes and you could send like a flower and an orange Mm -hmm. crush to somebody to like, let them know that you had a crush on them. Now that I think back on it, like I was, I did send it to somebody and that's mortifying because they definitely did not reciprocate (laughs) that crush. And why my parents let me do that. I don't even know if I told them that I did that or if I just did it on my own with like a couple of dollars that I had. Well, I, it is still mortifying that I, that I did that. That's so funny. So I'll say now, like, cause we did something similar where you could send flowers. Mm -hmm. Um, but like in elementary, like my kids, they do the boxes, they do the Valentine's, but you have to bring one for everybody. Like it's an all or nothing thing. Like you can't Mm. just bring some for some of the kids in the class and not the other. So everybody participates and they'll have a party. Everybody brings in, you know, cupcakes and juice and all that stuff. And they have a good time with it. But then as they get older and like middle school and high school, they don't have those same kind of parties. So it is much more like what you want to do for your friends or those you like. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they do send the flowers, um, but I get, I never got any growing up, like at school, nobody ever sent me flowers, but, and I, I do remember being a little disappointed every now and then, but then I also like, you know, my husband and I were dating in high school and he would bring me flowers. I'll tell you this story. Cause this is Valentine's related. I kind of forgot about this till just now. Mm-hmm. So our very first Valentine's day together, we were in high school and we hadn't been dating that long. And Nick bought me roses and they were the the prettiest roses I think I've ever had. And I don't know if I was just blinded by all of the infatuation and the feelings I had at the time, (laughs) but they were really, really pretty. And the poor guy, God, he's going to kill me for this. He was like really shy. And so he was kind of nervous, I think, to give me the flowers. So they were stuck in his locker all day long until like the end of the day. And then he gave me these flowers. And of course I loved them. I thought it was great. And I was like, I don't know why you were so embarrassed. Why didn't you just give these to me earlier? Um, But he was really embarrassed and kind of shy about it, but it was so sweet. (laughs) And it was, it was really kind he's going to kill me for this because people are totally going to make fun of him for being so shy and dorky, but, (laughs) but I feel like that makes up for never being, never getting one of those dollar flowers that they like send out, you know, send this to your crush or whatever. So I feel like that story like did good for my self-esteem and made up for all those other ones. (laughs) Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Those flowers, those are soul crushing. If you're a high school administrator, just stop it. Don't do that. If if somebody (laughs) wants to give somebody flowers, they'll do it outside of school. Trust me. It is a good fundraiser though. They do make money off of it, but yeah, it it does. It does kind of suck. Yeah. Even now, if it happened like at the workplace, it, that that would be not fun. <laughs> Can you imagine going into the office and who'd you send your flower to? <laughs> Did you get oh a flower, God. Jessica? No, nobody in the office liked you. <laughs> that would be awful. Oh, that would be no. so bad. It would feel like high school or junior high all over again. You would have to buy one for yourself and like on the sly, sneak it in there. And <laughs> Look, oh I got a God. flower, guys. Look at me. <laughs> And no, I didn't I, send it to myself. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I did send one to myself at one point in junior high. 
Uh, and I, knowing myself and how extra I've always been, I definitely did, but I've blocked out whether or not that's <laughs> truthful or not from my memory. I have chosen to not retain that one. Yeah. We've chosen to not remember that one on purpose. Mm -mm. That's funny. Mm -hmm. You know, I have a friend. So the same friend I talked about a couple episodes back, um, yeah. her and her husband. So now they have kids too. And so mm -hmm. they don't celebrate on Valentine's day, but they used to, like, it was a really big deal for her to celebrate Valentine's day. She wanted the whole nine, the limo, the yeah. fancy dinners, the whole thing. But then once they had kids, you know, it's like, it just didn't quite work out. So now what they do is they um, have what they call a sweetheart's day. So instead of celebrating on Valentine's day, they pick a weekend. I can't remember when it is like September, August. I don't know something. They pick a weekend um, another time of the year that's totally unrelated to Valentine's Day, and that's when they celebrate. And so they'll make a point every year on that day. That's when they celebrate Valentine's Day, like for them, and they call it their Sweetheart's Day. And I was like, that is really cute. I mean, it's kind of cheesy, but it's also super cute. Like that they at least take the time to acknowledge each other and celebrate the love that they share, even though it's not on Valentine's Day because they make Valentine's Day for their kids. And I was like, oh. That. I think that's yeah. really important for parents. You know, I watched my parents growing up, the kids always came first. And so taking that time to do stuff for themselves or spend the money on a trip or something for right. themselves was very few and far between. And now that we're all out of the house, they do that a lot more. And it's been really exciting to watch my parents date again and get excited Aww. about going and doing stuff together. And there's like almost a guilt from when we were all at home, like knowing that they put that on hold and made us girls a priority, which I'm so thankful for, but it's really fun to see them date. So I think that's really cool that they do that and that their kids see that because it does set a really cool stage of, even if you have kids and all that, you still can pour into your partner into, into that relationship. Right. And if it's not on Valentine's day, that's okay. Also, it's probably a lot cheaper because stuff is jacked up on Valentine's oh, day. It's crazy, isn't it? They really I, do jack up the prices for Valentine's yeah, day for like shitty chocolate. Nobody wants to spend $8 on crappy chocolate. That's going to get thrown away. And we have a couple of friends, um, whose birthdays are on Valentine's day. Ooh. So like one of our guy friends, his birthday's on Valentine's day. And so he, he handles it pretty well. Like he doesn't really seem to mind, you know, or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then a friend of ours, their daughter, her birthday's Valentine's day too. And so it's always kind of like this double-edged sword because you know, it's your birthday and it kind of mm -hmm. gets, I don't know, it loses its shine. It's not its importance. Cause it's still important, but it, it, it doesn't get the same attention all the time as somebody who doesn't have a birthday that's on a holiday. Mm -hmm. I, I can, I can relate to that because I, my birthday falls on mother's day every few years oh, and I yeah. love it. I love it. Cause I'm like, Oh mom, I'm your gift this year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but also, yeah, you can't be like, it's all about me. It's my birthday week. Like that right. doesn't, you don't get to do that whenever no. it's your it's mother's day. You don't get to make it about you. <laughs> right. Well, and we have kind of the opposite. So my husband and I, our anniversary, um, is in August. Mm -hmm. And so my oldest son, my middle child was born on our anniversary. And so we were like, okay, well, we'll, we'll celebrate our anniversary. Like the anniversary we had when we were mm -hmm. dating before we got married. So we switched. Well, then my youngest son was born on that day. 
um, <laughs> in March. I know. So now my husband's like, I guess we don't have to celebrate our anniversary anymore. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> so, yeah. So then when I learned of the sweetheart day, I'm like, mm, I think I'm going to make that mm-hmm. our anniversary day, which we kind of do anyway. Like we'll celebrate like, you know, usually in the fall sometime, like we'll go on a trip or like whenever we can squeeze it in and we'll be like, oh, this is our anniversary trip. But it's never like pre-scheduled. So every year we do it on this date and I'm kind of scared because something will pop up. I'm not having any more kids, but (laughs) something will happen to where that date will get taken too. So, but, but I like the idea of still like making sure that we, we call that out and we celebrate it, even if it's not on the day, you know? Mm -hmm. So but yeah, he thinks he was going to get out of it. I'm like, no, just because our kids keep getting born on our anniversary doesn't mean Mm-mm. it goes away. And now we've, like I said, we've been married 18 years. It'll be 19 years this year. I'm like, we, gotta, we I think we're really going to start celebrating these. These are like, not that's only huge. are they making me feel old, but yeah, I feel like that's huge that like you're still around and I still kind of like you, you know, like we got to celebrate that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you're making me think so my parents will be married 30 years this year and I think this is going to be their first valentine's day together without kids oh wow married Uh, which is wild I'm gonna have to call my dad and ask him what he's doing I'm you know even though I don't think it's great I'm gonna put pressure on him to do something special because being empty nesters now in valentine's day that's fun yeah they can really go out and celebrate and get wild and rowdy and not feel guilty about it because you guys aren't around to see it. You're probably like, ooh, gross, Crystal, stop talking. <laughs> I don't hear about that with my parents. That's too much. No, I think it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, they, well, they've, I, yeah, they're just going to go date and probably do the stuff that they like to do. So, yeah, it's, it'll be fun. fun. Yeah, I love watching them date so much. And I just, I always, just giggle when I call them. I'm like, what are y'all doing tonight? They're like, oh, we went to the casino and we went to dinner and we're just having some wine. It's so sweet. That's so cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This this Valentine's Day, my husband and I won't even be together because uh, my daughter has a volleyball tournament in Savannah. So my mom and I are taking her to her volleyball tournament. So we will be in a totally different state this year for Valentine's Day. Oh, but sweet. Y'all are having a Valentine's trip. Just rename it, rebrand it. There you go. That's what I need to do. We'll, we'll celebrate it that way. Yeah. Have fun, do fun girl stuff. Yeah. We're planning on having some fun. I mean, it's kind of hard to have a whole lot of fun around tournament schedules because I mean, they are just ridiculous, but we keep teasing her. We're like, well, we'll just leave you there and we'll go, you know, downtown to the old district, you know, area and have a good time. And we'll come pick you up when it's over. We'll send you the ferry (laughs) fee. You can take the ferry over here and meet us when you're done. Um, she's like, y'all better not. And of course we won't, but it's still fun to tease her. (laughs) Yeah. At least you can have a mimosa at breakfast. Oh yeah. We'll, we'll have fun. Yeah. I don't know if this tournament venue will have a bar, but some of them do have like bars in the venue for parents, uh, which is always entertaining. Yeah, it's it's really entertaining because <laughs> sometimes you're there. Like sometimes we start at like seven o'clock in the morning and you're there till like five or six o'clock in the evening. Like that's a long day for parents. Oh my gosh. So, See, yeah. then this is when you should have made Valentine's Day a big deal around this tournament and be like, you are ruining my Valentine's weekend. I had these big things <laughs> with my husband. You know, sometimes it's okay to get dramatic. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I don't tend to get too dramatic, but yeah, I will tease her about this one. 
I'll make her babysit or something for us. We'll celebrate oh, another day. Go. And I'll be like, here, this is, this is payback. This is how you can show me your love. <laughs> yeah. This will be your present to mommy. <laughs> That's awesome. So do your kids ever give you Valentine's? Yeah. You know, when they were little, they would make them at school and they would mm-hmm. come home with stuff and, you know, they will make you cards and stuff like that. I, I don't know that like, we never really make a big deal about gifts. Like I try to mm-hmm. not like have that kind of materialistic thing, uh, you know, associated with, with holidays other than of course, birthdays and Christmases, the kids are still really into it. But I try to, I try to even then try to buy gifts that are more around like experiences and creating memories right. and stuff like that. Um, so they will sometimes like they've made me like coupon books, you know, like I'll, do the dishes or, you know, whatever, a free hug, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, and then sometimes like they'll go shopping with daddy and, and pick something out. So. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. I love that. I love the coupon books. I think those are so fun. I know. Well, and I just got ratted out because, uh, one of the kids had made me one for something. I don't know. Mother's day, my birthday, Christmas. And they were like, you never cashed in your coupons. And I was like, Oh crap. I got to go find the coupon book so I can (laughs) cash in the coupons. I always forget. So yeah, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to go because usually I'll put them up and I'll save them. Like, so that way later in life, they can be like, look what you made me. Wasn't it cute? Um, and now they're like, how come you didn't cash those in? So I'm going to have to go get it and cash in the coupons for my free hug. Oh, I was going to say, if it's dishes, you might be off the kitchen duty for a whole week. That that might be (laughs) I know. I'll have to save the free hugs for when they get older and they're like teenagers and they're like, Mm -hmm. ew, mom, I don't want to hug you. Then I'll be like, "Uh, do you remember this coupon? I've been saving it for 10 years. (laughs) You're giving me a hug now. (laughs) I'm cashing it in. Don't get over that. (laughs) Don't get over that. Yeah. Even now there's sometimes that I'm like, I just need a hug for my mom and dad. And it's like the best thing ever when I'm homesick. Yeah. I mean, Peyton's not a like touchy feely kind of mm. a girl. Like she really, she's not a huge hugger. And so I will like, sometimes I'm like, you're going to have to give your mom a hug. And I usually get the, like, they lean in so you can hug them, but they don't hug you back. And I'm like, no, 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 that's not a hug you actually have to put your arms around me too. Like it has to be both of us. <laughs> and she's like, Oh mom, you're killing me, but she'll do it. occasionally. Yeah, she'll call you later in life and, and say, I'm sorry, mom. I, I understand now. I, <laughs> I think I do that to my mom at least once a week. I call her and apologize for stuff that I did. Oh yeah. I, I hear it back and I'm like, Ooh, I'm or I'll do things that like my mom used to do and I'll call her and be like, okay, I understand now. <laughs> I yeah. got you. I got it. I understand, you know? Yes. Oh yes. Always the dirty dishes in the sink for me. I call my mom and I'm like, I'm sorry that I used to throw a fit about having to do them at night. I'm doing yeah. them this morning before work and it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Or like, I can remember as a kid, my mom would always complain that we would have like half empty drinks everywhere, mm-hmm. like open a Coke and you only drink half of it or a water bottle or whatever. And I do the same thing. There's cups everywhere. There's half, you know, empty bottles of water. And I'm like, really guys, why am I picking up? There's three of you. And why are there 42 bottles, cups, you know, sitting around? So I always call them like, I'm sorry. I used to do that too. And just leave that <laughs> crap everywhere. Oh, maybe that's a good one too, for our listeners. You know, this Valentine's day, our call to action can be calling your friends or family, just reminding them that you love them. And also if you do something now that you used to get really annoyed about your mom getting onto you or your parents getting onto you for, 
apologize for it. I think that could be the best gift for a mom or a dad, grandma, whoever, just apologize for something you did when you were younger. Cause they're going to get a really good chuckle out of it. Cause they knew, they knew that this day was coming. Give them this day, give them the moment. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Give them that moment and tell them, thank you. Thank Mm -hmm. you for being patient with me and not, you know, killing me as a child. Cause I was super (laughs) annoying. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I really, I, yeah, my parents deserve like a Nobel Peace Prize for dealing with me and my teens. (laughs) Well, and you had two sisters. I have to say, I think girls are harder than boys, especially Mm -hmm. like in the teenage years. I think boys are a little harder when they're younger because they're a little bit more wild and rambunctious and things like that. But uh, I think teenage girls are hard. Oh, yeah. And I have a a sister who's only like 14 months younger than me, really 13, we say 14. And then I have another one that there's a five-year age gap between us. And oh my gosh, when we all hit our teens, it was, I I mean, it was truly a war zone at times. (laughs) And the the middle one and I used to be in the same classes in high school because we didn't have a really big school. And that was always really fun um, because stuff would boil over into the classroom sometimes. (laughs) Oh boy. So if there was a fight at home, you know, sitting by each other in class because of our last names was not fun. Um, yeah, yeah, it was really, we might have to get on the podcast one day. (laughs) We're going to have to make sure we get terms first and that we're being nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. See my sister and I, we're almost eight years apart. So we really weren't that close growing up as kids. You know, we got closer as adults, but, um, we didn't have those same kind of drama type things, but I bet your parents had a lot. I'm sure they deserve a medal of some sort. (laughs) My dad. Oh, my poor dad. (laughs) My mom can handle it pretty well because she had two older sisters. So she sort of knew the ropes. My dad had an older sister and a younger sister, but I think having girls is different than being raised with girls. And we're not normal girls by any mean. We would fight rough and (laughs) just, I mean, really beat the crap out of each other sometimes, which is not nice at all, but, <laughs> but we shared a room growing up. So we were always on top of each other, never got a break. And now I miss it. I miss being really close with them and sharing a room, but man, at the time, Ooh, when I was 18 and my sister was like 11 or like 13. Oh, she dri- she annoyed the shit out of me. <laughs> I'm so sure. Much. Yeah. Well, and now I annoy her, but <laughs> yeah, but there's, that's kind of a, I think the teenage years, there really is a gap, right? Like, so for those like pre-tween ages, like, cause even like my daughter, she's 14, she'll be 15 in May, but she has friends that she's known her whole life, but they're like two years younger. And right now they're kind of in that preteen stage and it's so different. Like they're mm-hmm. in totally different phases of their life. And so, yeah, they still get along and they still have fun just because they, they're more like sisters than they are friends, but it's a totally different dynamic right now. Cause they're just into different things. And it's so, I think there really is kind of like that ebb and flow in relationships when it comes to those teenage years, because people are in different spaces and different things and they're still figuring out who they are. And then don't even talk about hormones. You throw the hormones into the mix and that's like the fuel to the fire, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Now my sisters and I are all in the same life stage. So it's really easy because we're all like young professionals living on our own and it, it, the age gap doesn't feel like it's there until, you know, like one of us needs the other and then it's, then it's back. 
but now it's definitely more we're friends and sisters, but the friendship is a lot more prevalent than just, I love you because you're my sister. Oh, that's um, good. I, I like, I like being around you. I want to hang out with you. <laughs> oh, that's special. Yeah. Yeah. So my boys are like 17 months apart, so they're pretty close in age. So they're young right now. So it'll be, it'll be interesting. It'll, I'll be curious to see how they kind of work that out as they get older, because I think right now they're only one grade apart um, because of the way their birthdays fall. Um, so I, they're going to be, you know, kind of like you and your sister were yeah. in similar classes, doing similar things at the same time. So I think it'll be interesting to see kind of that difference of how they kind of navigate through those years versus how my daughter is right now. Yeah, that'll be really interesting. I'm excited to get to watch that from afar because I've been there and I've lived it. So, (laughs) (laughs) well, and these will be boys. So I didn't have any brothers, you know, so I really didn't have much experience with boys. So it'd be interesting to see how they do this. And I'm sure we're going to have some crazy stories and some weird stuff happen just because boys are a little weird, but uh, it'll be fun. (laughs) It'll be entertaining. I'm just hoping nobody like gets seriously hurt or I'm more worried about them, like hurting the, like, you know, jumping off roofs or I don't know, being like daredevil yeah. type stuff and getting hurt or something, you know, that's They're where... resilient. We, I mean, we used to get in so much trouble, like so many go- yeah. like go-kart wrecks. I think I started freshman year of high school and freshman year of college, both with black eyes. Um, oh, nice. The first one was because we got in a major go-kart wreck and I had my sister buckled into my lap and her head just like consistently beat my face. <laughs> And then in college, I was just sleep deprived because I'd never done that before. <laughs> like opened a door on my face. Just really oh, fun and stuff. I really peaked, you know, in, co- in high school. <laughs> in college. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but you can make your kids like write, um, like a, what I love about you letter to each other this year, just to have it. So when they do start to fight, when they get older, they'll be, you can pull it back out on them and go, mm, you wrote this one day. You do love your sibling. Yeah. When we do that, sometimes they get mad at me. Like when they're in in a fight or they're fighting with each other, like we will make Mm -hmm. them hug it out and like, they'll have to say nice things to each other and why they love each other and give each other hugs and stuff like that. And they're like, but I'm hoping one day they'll appreciate it. (laughs) They will. My mom used to make us do nose to nose, which is the meanest punishment I've ever been in in my life. I would much rather be like spanked, grounded, something. Nose to nose was horrible. When your sibling is crying because you hurt their feelings and you have to stare into their soul. Oh, yeah. horrible. Especially if you're a people pleaser. Like that just was so crushing. Or if you're like, I think if my daughter, if I tried to make her do that, cause she's not a touchy feely, she likes her personal space. And so if she had to have somebody like in her personal space when she was already kind of emotional. I don't know that she would do well with that. I don't think I, she could. I think she would hate that. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going gonna, gonna to start using that as a potential outcome. If she's not nice, <laughs> we're going to go nose to nose sister. It works. You, you straighten up really quick when that happens because it's not fun. Yeah. Even now, I think if somebody threatened that against me, I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. That makes <laughs> oh, me think back. Right. Yeah. That makes me think back to grad school. So in grad school, we had to do something similar than to that, like where we had to sit. So one of our professors, I think we were at her house, like at our professor's house, we were doing some mm-hmm. sort of, I don't know, get together or something. And we had to sit knee to knee. So we would, and we were all in rows. So we were sitting side by side and then you would have the other half was across from us and we had to sit knee to knee and you had to be quiet and they had to say, like 
three things they thought were good about you and three things they thought you could improve or something like that. And you couldn't say a word the whole time they were talking. And that was, I mean, that was kind of awkward and weird. Like, and most Mm -mm. of us tried to be nice, you know, and just like sugarcoat things. Like, I think you should smile more, or I think you should, you know, speak louder, have your voice. But there were some who were like, legit, here's what I think of you scenarios, you know, and you're like, I just have to sit here and take this. I don't, I want to come back, you know, and we weren't allowed. So that's kind of, I guess that was our nose to nose experience. It was really interesting. That sounds like a personal hell. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was nice because you got to see like that other people see you in different ways. So you can put yourself Mm -hmm. out there and be real. And some people are going to love it and gravitate towards it and appreciate it. And others, it's going to rub them the wrong way, or they're going to interpret it a certain way that they don't like. And so, I mean, it was eye-opening for me in that experience that, you know, people can see you differently, even though you show up the same way you know, in yeah. class, you're this, you know, you're presenting a certain way, but some people see you one way and some people interpret that another. Um, and so that was kind of interesting, I think, to walk away and be like, well, dang, I didn't, you know, I didn't realize some people saw me that way, or some people saw me as smart and other people saw me as condescending or whatever the case was. I can't really mm-hmm. remember now what they said about me, but, you know, that was kind of interesting to at least walk away from, from it with that. But Wow. Oh, Yeah. I would, you would have to like, make sure you're in a really good headspace on that yeah. day for sure. And I don't <laughs> think we knew it was coming either love about me. I'd be like, Oh, I didn't really ask for your opinion today. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we even really knew it was coming. I think it was just like, Hey, we're here. We're going to do this. And you were like, Oh, okay, great. Now I got to come up with things I like about you and things I don't like about you. And I think there was like 12 of us in the class or something like that. So yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's worse than the flowers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, um, I think we're getting ready to wrap up. So, you know, we've definitely 180 from our original thought (laughs) around Valentine's day. We came in being like, it's not great. It's too commercial to commercialize, but I, you know, I think we kind of, our landing page was that it is something that you can use as a reminder to just acknowledge that love you have for others and whatever that looks like for you. And why not? That's what I'm going to take away for sure. Yeah. And I'm going to circle back to what you said at the beginning to where it doesn't have to be all commercialized to be special, right? Like if Mm -hmm. somebody's, you know, had a rough month and just, you know, having a case of beer and watching some Netflix is sounds good for the two of you or the five of you, whoever's coming together. I mean, do what works for you, right? And what your partner and celebrate that. I think what's important is that you celebrate each other and the love and closeness you share with each other. Mm -hmm. And that's what's important, not all the other stuff. Yeah. If it's authentic and not performative and it's a symbol of your love for somebody, that's fantastic. It does not have to be like the societal chocolates, roses, whatever. Unless that's what you like, then freaking do it. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't put so much pressure on yourself. Just enjoy Mm -hmm. it. Be in the moment. Love it. And let it go. Let it ride. Yeah. And if you don't have anybody and you don't think you're going to get a flower from your crush, buy your own. (laughs) Yeah, totally. I'm okay with that. I think that's fine. Buy your own. If that's what makes you smile is to have some fresh cut flowers or some good chocolate, just go get it. Enjoy it. it. Don't even wait for Valentine's day. Do it this week. Heck. 
Champagne's on sale now. Get a bottle. <laughs> yeah. Or right after, because it'll all be on clearance after that. You can get that good there chocolate go. for like 80% off. And that's to me almost tastes even sweeter. So <laughs> <laughs> shop for the thrill of the sale. <laughs> you know, retail therapy, you gotta watch for the sales. So yeah. My mama taught go. me that skill when I was young. Mm-hmm. I may not have been able to do all math, but I could definitely do some percentages so you knew how to count <laughs> the sale price. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> hey, those are good life skills. Thanks, mom. Yes. All right. Well, we'll come back at you next week with a new episode. We're going to get into dating and kind of relationship couple advice. I think Crystal's going to ask me some questions and it's going to be our happy hour episode. So you'll get to see a different side of us for sure. And we can't wait to show it to you. Uh Uh-huh. I'm coming with my wine and I've got lots of good juicy questions for Jessica on her dating um, stories and online dating and all that good stuff. So I'm excited. So get ready. It's going to be fun. All right. We'll talk to y'all guys next week. Bye. Bye guys.